Hello and welcome to the How to Scale Business podcast. My name is Hector Santi Esteban and I am your host for today. And we're here with Sue Moore and she's a master certified life and business coach and an Enneagram coach and expert. And I'm selfishly excited to talk about this because it's something that I've dabbled in a little bit. I would not call myself an expert and also something that I think a lot of business owners and a lot of entrepreneurs are opening their mind to as well. So Sue, thank you for, uh, for spending some time with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. You know, the first time I heard of the Enneagram, I thought it was the pentagram. I said, yeah. you know, I thought it was this, this, I was, thought it was this really strange, woo, you know, woo woo kind of thing. And mm -hmm. as I started to learn more about it, I started to realize that the power that it can have not only for, well, not only for an individual, not only for a business owner, but for an individual as a whole. And whether mm -hmm. someone is trying to use it to grow their relationships or their health or, or whatever it is, I mean, it's something that really can be applied to all areas of their life especially business. So Sue, if you could do a couple of things in your introduction, would love to know about how you got into this and how you got started and kind of a little bit about what you're doing. And then if you can also sneak into what the Enneagram is and, and how mm -hmm. it would be a benefit to business owners. Absolutely. Well, to go back, I'm, I'm really 90. I just look really good, but I've had this huge long career and started out, literally, my girls, I managed my daughters, they were a Disney Hollywood Records band. And so we started out doing that. And along the way, I started managing bands, I started helping them build their business, etc. So a whole span of time was there. That's how all this craziness started. And then along the way, as you start to grow older and wiser, you become, you know, the consultant. And I actually went back to school and got master certified and a whole bunch of things and went into coaching. Started working with small businesses and creatives, a lot of creatives, that's where I landed. And helping them, pretty much helping them get unstuck. I seriously felt that creatives and entrepreneurs had such a hard time sorting through barriers in their life and business so I popped in to be able to help them through the coaching process and consulting also to build implementable plans that really fit in their wheelhouse. You know, so many times they and we tend to go and try to duplicate what other people are doing. But I started realizing, you know what, there's success whenever we do what's in our wheelhouse right. and things change along the way. And I did that, Hector, so that people could do and creatives could do what they love to do the most, create. So along that way, I started realizing this is such a crazy thing when you think about it, that people didn't really know themselves. I mean, we hang around with ourselves 24-7, 365, tons of years. And when I started realizing through the coaching process that people really did not understand themselves, let alone understand the people around them. So that's how the Enneagram came to play in my business. Yeah, it's it's interesting what you, you mentioned in that entrepreneurs and creatives have this hard time, for lack of a better term, let's just say like getting started or taking action or there's this, mm -hmm. this kind of procrastination or, or whatever it is. And I, and I think that it's, at least for me, it comes from having to create your own structure, right? We come from this, this education world, right? The school where everything was an assignment, do this, do this, check this box. And it was very much, you know, there was very limited amount of directions that we could go. Mm -hmm. But in entrepreneurship, 
as a creator, as a creative, all of a sudden there's infinite possibilities and, and we're almost paralyzed by these choices. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Enneagram helps to make any of those choices crystallize or does it help with the, or like, how, how do you see that the Enneagram helps people to overcome that inaction that seems to grip so many entrepreneurs, especially when they're getting started? Well, I mean, it kind of puts a light on things because we do the opposite when we get stuck. We tend to sit in the dark and we tend to always say that to be a whole person, you need to have the good, the bad, the ugly, and the awesome. And when we get stuck so many times, we're like, oh my gosh, this is bad and ugly. I have to like shy away from this. And procrastination sets in frustration and we end up on these hamster wheels so what the Enneagram does is it works on your motivations, the fears and the desires in your life. And it puts a light and sheds a light on all of those things, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the awesome. And once that you do that, th- this started whenever I took a look at myself and I was kind of walking around like Swiss cheese because I'm a really positive, upbeat person. I'm a type eight with a, or type seven with a really high type eight wing on the Enneagram. And I can't stand emotional pain. I shy away from it. Uh, Every time there was emotional pain in my life and business, I saw the grant going, shoot, what's that? Is that an eight thing that like, no, it's type seven. Okay. Yeah. I'm a type seven with an eight wing. So I was able to say, why do you do this, Sue? Why do you run away from emotional pain? And I would literally jump over the fence to see what was greener because I didn't want to deal with that emotional pain. Mm. But as life would go around, I was jumping over that fence. It was greener over there. But I found that that's because there was more manure over there. (laughs) So I jumped from one place to the next and just kept jumping in the manure. Mm. And so finally, I said, enough is enough. I need something to be able to help me. Why do I react, respond, and act the way that I do? Once I discovered this tool, it shed light on that, and my whole life changed. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. With things like the Enneagram, the entry point is always, I'd imagine the challenge for people, right? Helping them to see, well, how does it fit in? Oh, it's kind of weird. I don't know if it's right for me. Anytime I've tried to push something like this on somebody, it never seems to land because I'm just not speaking it in their language. How do people start to see the value or or what, for someone who has really even no concept, we haven't talked about you know any of the numbers or what any of these mean, like, like how can they start to see that this might be something worth paying attention to? Mm-hmm. Or even if they don't understand it fully. Like what, what might open their, their mind or their heart to something like this? I used to be married to a contractor. And one of the biggest things he said, Sue, what makes my business so successful is I understand my tools. And that's what the Enneagram is. It's a tool. Just like a construction worker knows that a saw needs to be sharpened to work. This is what the Enneagram does in business and in life. It sharpens our understanding and awareness of who we are. Now, Hector, it's a tool. I do not like when people sit there and they'll just use it as a mistake. I'm literally this and I'm using this as an excuse because I'm just this number. Or the opposite, where people will just say, 
oh, I, I literally am this strong and all this because I, I, this is my number. This is why I act this way. This is why I'm mean. This is why I'm, you know, quiet. It's a toll. It doesn't define us just like a hammer does not define us. So when people realize that when I sit down with CEOs of companies or I sit down with organizations or even families, this is a toll in your awareness toolbox to be able to realize why you act, react, and respond the way that you do. And then once people understand that it's a toll, that this isn't something that's this voodoo thing or it's going to change your life in crazy ways because you've become this, put this forth as a god or something in your life. It's just a toll. Like the word Enya means nine and the word gram just means diagram. It's a diagram of nine types that takes you to understanding and awareness by motivations, which are fears and desires. And there's a lot of stuff that goes deeper, just like there's a lot of different saws out there to use. It where goes you, deeper. Where do you think mm-hmm. is the next place to go deep, right? Is it is it helpful mm-hmm. to talk about what each of the nine are, or is it helpful to talk about, you know, how they might interact with each other? Or like, what, where where do you think is the next step for someone to start to understand these things? And, and it's hard because, you know, we're talking at it from a very high level. They haven't taken a test. So, so I'm just curious if there is a, a next best place to help them kind of understand how this might fit into helping them as a business owner. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, like I always say, you want to grab someone who's been there and has that understanding. You can go and take a free test. Usually people that take a free test end up coming to me and say, Sue, my number was all wrong. So I don't advise that. There are other tests that you can take that you you pay for. And sometimes I will start my coaching with that. But you want to talk to someone who understands it. And when I first start, I talk about the, the three places of intelligence, your head, your heart, your, your gut, your he- heart, and your head. Those are three places of intelligence. And I start right there because we have an imbalance in one of those places. Yeah. I have a huge imbalance. You wouldn't believe this for as many kids as I have and grandkids. I have a huge imbalance in connecting with my heart. You remember I talked about the emotional pain and running away from that. That's what I realized early on. Everything just started clicking. Now, someone can read a book in, you know, just like in so many ways to be able to build their business and enhance their business with knowledge. They can read a book, but I particularly sat down with a coach Mm. and they took me from the very top all the way down, started with the triads, took me into each type, went into the fears and the desires, took me into childhood wounds, laid it all out, showed me what it almost was like reading my mail. I couldn't believe this person could understand me at, at hello. It was pretty crazy. I used to play poker a lot. I put myself through college playing poker. And I always say that the Enneagram helps business owners, especially CEOs to have a bit of a tell into the people that they've hired. It helps you with families. It helps you understand your your spouse is better. I do. I'm an ordained minister, so I do a lot of marriage coaching, and I've grabbed the Enneagram to be able to assist me whenever I'm doing that also. It's a powerful tool. 
Yeah, one thing that I think people can really resonate with is this I- ability to, you know, the three, I think I think you call them w- wisdom centers the or the triads, these, the triads, yeah. right? You've always heard that say, you know, follow your gut or I, you know, I just, I've, I always follow my gut or I've got a good intuition or, you know, me, I'm someone who's, you know, I'm, I'm very much in my head and, you know, and mm-hmm. so I think people can identify that. Can you expand mm-hmm. a little bit more on each of those three sections and maybe what might be some characteristics that mm-hmm. kind of are identify with each of those three triads? Well, I love, first of all, that you said that you were a five, you know, because you're correct. That five, you're in that thinking center. But I'll take you just from the top. Let's start with the gut. You have the eight, the nine, and the one. And the eight, those are the individuals that literally said, I want justice. I'm going to speak about it out loud. I know how I feel inside, and I'm going to let you all know about that. Then you have the nine, who the nine is, you just have this feeling. They just have this feeling. Now, their whole thing is they want peace. They have this feeling, this feeling in their gut when things occur. You know, they may be that quiet one, but there's some wisdom that comes along with that. And then the one, the one in their gut saying that this is right, this is wrong. This is what we need to do. Then you go into the, the heart triad and you go to the two, the three, and the four. The two, they love because they want to be loved. They're always looking for their heart to be filled to the brim with an expansion of people loving them. But they're able to love other people also because they understand that heart process. The three, believe it or not, they're kind of asleep to their heart. And when that part wakes up, it's such a powerful thing that happens in their life. And the four is filled with emotions and feelings all over the place. It just drips like crazy. My youngest daughter is a multi-platinum songwriter, and some of her songs are just powerful, but she's truly connected to her heart. And then the thinking center, the five, the six, and the seven, the five will, God bless your hearts, but think things to death. Research has to be done. You know, they're, they're constantly, has an avarice for knowledge, always constantly thinking. As a seven on the Enneagram, my mind is filled to the brim. I'm always thinking of new ideas. You'll tell me something and I'll go, oh my gosh, I have this way, this way, this way, this way. I have a ton of solutions. You can pick one. And if you don't like those, I can think of more. So you have the six on the Enneagram and my lovely daughter, Amber is a six and she's always thinking of the things that can harm her. If we go to Disney, everything is in her pocket except maybe a defibrillator. And if she doesn't have the defibrillator there, she knows where one is. So her mind's always processing, always thinking. So I always love to start out with those three. And we have an imbalance in that. And I think it may be obvious, but I'm, I'm curious how you, your connection to, okay, we have this imbalance. And then we now we have an awareness and an understanding how do I use that as a business owner? How do I use that as a CEO to be more profitable, to make a bigger impact? I mean, like, what, how, how does that translate into you know, results, I guess, for, mm-hmm. for lack of a, of a superficial term? Well, knowledge is power. 
but I feel that awareness is even more power. So let's say you as a CEO of a company, if you truly understand who you are, why you get frustrated, why you don't speak up maybe when you should, why you let people walk on you when you go later and say, I wish that didn't happen. First of all, it starts with them knowing themselves. But then think about this. The power in the Enneagram is making sure also that the people that you've hired and the people that are working for you are in the right place, in the right job, in the right position. You're able to have grace for them if you understand why they react and respond the way that they do. Let's say, for example, that there is a five on the Enneagram and you need somebody who is able to speak to large groups of individuals that they tend to pull more towards the background and have to overthink some things and all that. You're able to speak to them and say, listen, I can help you. I understand why whenever you're speaking to a group of people, you really want to run out of the room. I get it. So let's work on that. Let's have that awareness. Do, are you even aware of why you react that way? Or one on the Enneagram that you're trying to get and you work for a news organization and this individual is just like there's right and there's wrong and then that's it. And they're having a hard time maybe writing content with the gray. And you're able to sit there and say, listen, let's bring this in and let's see how you can do and have a little bit of fun. This is a soft piece. You help them grow and go through a growth thing because when they are in growth, they pop over to the Enneagram 7 and they're able to have some fun. There's whole bunches of different ways to be able to do this. But awareness for that business owner and awareness of that type, first of all, himself, the people that he's hired, and lastly, his clients. For example, if you were a real estate agent, you wouldn't sell me the same way that you would sell you a house. I want to walk into a house and you tell me, see that corner of that table, Sue? Imagine in that where that all that light is and the window shining, all your grandchildren, the parties you're going to have. And I'm visualizing all of this. And you're over there going, can you please tell me what the taxes are? Can you please let me know, you know, what's the bottom line? I'd really like to be able to know the rates, etc. I don't care as much about that stuff in that moment. Now that comes secondary to me because in my growth, believe it or not, I go to a type five. And in your stress, you pop over to me and become scattered and things become unorganized and all of that. And when you know these things, then you can pull yourself back and say, this is why this is happening in my life. It's just all about awareness. So this has been eye-opening for me because as much as I've studied and books I've read, this is just, like you said, being able to talk to somebody who knows it, you get a different level of insights. When, when we get back from break, I'm going to ask you the final question, and I'd love for you to share any resources to, that you have for people to go out and kind of get deeper in this world. And so we'll do that right when we get back. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in today. Today's episode is brought to you by Amplify Media, and we are a podcast production content company. Well, we like to think of ourselves as genius makers. And so if you have a passion, a purpose, a mission, a message, something that you want to get out to the world, but don't have the time or the tech skills to do it, we can help. 
go to amplifymedia.com. That's A-M-P-L-A-F-Y media.com. You can also check the show notes for info. And with that, let's get back to today's interview. Okay, Sue, so I think we've done a good job of opening people's guts, hearts, and minds to what's possible here. And I think that we've also kind of given them the first couple of, of perspectives or steps, but I'm, I'm curious if there's a next step or, or the next, you know, I don't know if it's a first or a next or, or like, you know, if someone wants to keep going down this route, what do you suggest for them to do? Mm-hmm. Well, just like you've seen the very first step, and I'm just going to go a little bit backwards. People maybe would put this third. I'm always saying it's so much of an asset, so much value and a great investment. Hire a coach, have them take you through it, through the discovery process. I have a four-week process that I take individuals through so that they don't have to realize later on, oh my gosh, I got the wrong test or I got the wrong number and I spent all this time thinking I was this person and wasting time. So whether it's me or whether it's someone else, grab someone who's knowledgeable and walk through a discovery process. If you really don't want to do this, there's a great test out there called the WEPS test, W-E-P-S-S.com. Jerome Wagner's done an amazing job putting that together. It is not free, but it's not a huge investment. And the third thing is, is to read some great books. I started out with The Road Back to You with Ian Cron and Suzanne Stable, and it was eye-opening and had me look and um, search for more information. So I know so many people will say, do a test, read a book, and then go to a coach. I'm flipping that around. I have seen in my coaching business, especially with business people, that they've wasted time. Usually they'll come back to me later. It's kind of like going to someone says, go to a specialist. And they're like, nah, I'm just going to go to Dr. Google first. Mm. So I'm kind of saying that's what will really, really help you and invest your time into doing that first and use this tool. You can sharpen it and your life, your business, your relationships, you'll have paradigm shifts galore. Yeah. Absolutely. And if I'm not mistaken, you have some free resources as well, too, if people want to go there. Can you share a little about that? Yes. Yes. On my website, it's the inner vision with a Z, T-H-E-I-N-N-E-R-V-I-Z-I-O-N.com. If you go on there, I created a boundary tool because along the way, I started realizing that all throughout this, all nine types have problems with boundaries. We all do. A type two may say yes way too often. A type eight might say no way too often. And what so about much type five? Between, you know, a type five is going to think about it. They'll get back to you a lot later, or they may never get back to you at all. So this, I developed four tips in four ways. It's called the 30 rule to be able to take the, your boundaries to a new level. You'll love it. People will not be afraid to have boundaries anymore if they follow these four tips. Can you give the URL for that one more time? Yes. The, T-H-E, inner, I-N-N, as in Nancy, Nancy, E-R, V as in Victor, vision, V-I-Z-I-O-N.com, the inner vision.com. 
and we'll add those to the show notes as well. I'd encourage you guys to go get that downloaded. I'm going to go and get that as soon as we get off of the recording here. Thank you so much for this. This has been a fantastic interview. Is there anywhere they can go online to get, I don't know if we mentioned any socials or anything. Is there anywhere else that they go? Yeah, you can go to on Facebook at Sue Loretta Moore. Don't even ask me. My social media is such a lonely child. On Instagram, it's at Sue Moore Coaching. But if you guys go onto my website and just hit book now, there's a 15 minute complimentary session that I provide. And if anybody wants to book that, that's great. You can ask a question there, life, business, Enneagram, relationships, whatever. And we can set that up. It's a complimentary session. Cool. So go get connected with Sue. And my last question for you, Sue, is in your opinion, what is the key to scaling or growing a business? In my opinion, the key to scaling a business is to listen. The same letters in the word listen are also in the word silent. And if we just did that so much more, we could scale our business to places we can't even imagine right now. I love it. Thank you all for sticking with us today. We appreciate it. If you guys got any value out of today, we would love a rating or review wherever you get your podcast. If you know someone who's in the midst of scaling a business or thinking about starting one, please send them this episode and then take something from today's episode, implement it, take action, reach out to Sue or I, let us know how it goes. We want to hear about your successes. But thanks as always for being a part of the tribe. We'll see you on the next one. Later, y'all.